Welcome to The Untrue Show, where I talk about the reality of being a millennial without all the rants. Today, I'm talking all about pop culture and The Terminator. I don't know if you guys are Terminator fans, but I've seen all six of the Terminator movies, and I just saw Dark Fate. So I thought that it was perfect perfect timing to kind of talk about the impact of the Terminator series and movies on popular culture, the impact on other action movies, rank them from best to worst, and the five best parts of Dark Fate. So we got a lot to cover and I'm excited because I'm a big Terminator fan. I have seen, like I said, all of them. Um, I saw Dark Fate and Genesis in the theaters. So and I think I saw Salvation in the theaters as well uh, a couple years ago. But I saw the trailer for Dark Fate last summer with Linda Hamilton. And I was so excited because I was like, this is what I've been waiting on. She hasn't been in one of the movies since Terminator 2. So it was due time for her to be back in the series and for her story to continue. They kind of uh, briefly mentioned her in T3 but didn't really give her character, I think, the justice that she deserves as the focal point of essentially the franchise. I mean, the whole first movie was about Sarah Connor and how she was going to birth the leader of the resistance, John Connor, and how the two Terminators or one Terminator comes back into the past, who was Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Kyle Reese comes back into the past as a human trying to protect Sarah from you know, getting killed. So I noticed in doing my research or, you know, right now, everything for this podcast is like all the films basically have the same plot to an extent. So the three key plot points or a couple key plot points for a Terminator movie is there's always someone trying to uh, prevent a leader from emerging in the future. So the first one is about trying to kill John Connor. The second one is about trying to kill John Connor third one is about trying to kill John Connor but also John Connor's wife who is Kate Brewster uh who doesn't know she's John Connor's wife yet because they you know aren't together or anything like that so um it kind of took a little bit of a twist when the Terminator came back was sent back from the future by Kate to protect Kate and and took commands from Kate um but John was there but it was mostly to protect Kate from their future kids being born (laughs) so that plot was a little bit different um Terminator Salvation was also slightly different but about getting rid of John um Connor as well and uh Genesis was it was it was kind of the the essentially I, I, I liked Genesis a lot because they sent a Terminator back to the past again like they did in the first film but uh the past was different and everything had kind of changed because they'd sent a Terminator back even earlier into the past to get Sarah Connor when she was a kid. So when they got to her in the eighties, instead of it being like the first film, she was essentially equipped, ready, armed, locked and loaded to fight Terminators. And yeah, so all the time traveling changed up things by Genesis and um, I know Genesis wasn't the most popular with critics, but I actually, I liked it cause it kinda, 
um, updated a lot of the moments from the first movie, like a little bit of nostalgia. And then I like the stars of it. I like the guy who played Kyle Reese. Um, Kalesi, I think that's how you say it. I'm not a big Game of Thrones person. Sorry, don't come for me. But <laughs> uh, the girl that plays Kalesi was actually the, um, she ended up playing Sarah Connor in Genesis. So I thought that she did a really great job, but they didn't decide to do more movies after that one. I thought they were going to kind of relaunch the series, but they didn't. After that one came out, uh, they just didn't feel like it did very well. It's Amelia Clark, and I thought she was good. Uh, Jai Courtney was Kyle Reese, and then uh, Jason Clark was John Connor. So if you haven't seen that one, I say check it out. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger has actually been in all the Terminator movies except for T3 and Salvation. Um, and if you haven't seen Salvation, I feel like it's a really good kind of standalone movie because it's the tone of it is a lot different than the other ones. It's directed by McGee who directed, uh, Charlie's angels, I think. So, um, if you don't, you know, if you're looking for something that's kind of different, it's a little bit darker, but I really liked it. Um, uh, I just think when I look at the whole series or whole franchise as a whole, I'd say it's the most, it's the biggest departure from what they were doing previously. So if I had to rank all the Terminator movies from best to worst, I would start with T2. I thought T2 was, was the best one because Sarah Connor was in it. They had the young John Connor. Um, this is the first movie where Arnold kind of played the, the hero uh, versus playing the, um, you know, bad guy in the first movie. So this time he's he comes back to protect John. Um, and then they have that Terminator who's just like stealth mode. Um, yeah, he was he was bad. That 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 bad guy in T2, the um, the protagonist in that one. They never really have names. So I think he was a T1000. Yeah. I, you know, the more I talk about this, the more I feel like I'm definitely a bit of a geek, <laughs> but I, I'm a big fan of the movie. So T2 was more about the Terminator coming back, uh, like T1000 and then the T100, which is Arnold's model and trying to protect, um, John Connor again. But in this time, you know, Sarah Connor has gone through a lot of stuff because of what happened in the first movie. Like she's in a mental hospital and nobody believes her you know they're they're skeptical of what they say happened uh John is living with foster parents so you know the um T1000 comes back in time and he you know goes after the foster parents he does everything he can to track him down in like a shopping mall and um John Connor is a teenager and then they end up going after the man who's responsible for creating Skynet. And his name is Miles Bennett Dyson. And so if you're a Scandal fan, the guy that plays Miles Bennett Dyson is actually um, the the man that plays uh, Olivia Pope's father, Joe Morton. So um, Joe Morton is the one who created Skynet. And they end up coming for... Joe, they, they come from Miles Bennett Dyson's family because they're like, you made Cyberdrone, like you made Skynet. So they, you know, put an attack on his house, which kind of sucks. But 
I don't think he really knew what he was creating and what it was capable of. So that's the really unfortunate part about that situation. Uh, and Sarah is just in a, in a space of just trying to get people to believe her, trying to get people to understand and they just don't understand. So I, I like T2 cause I think the action scenes were a little bit before it's time. And, uh, you know, like the metal cause T1000 was metal and he was doing all these things with his hands and definitely an upgraded model from what, um, you know, Arnold is, which was a T101 or T800. So yeah, I really like T2 the best. It's my favorite of all. The second one that I like is definitely the original Terminator, which was the very first movie because it kind of set this, the stage for everything else. And even though it was made in the 80s, I think that they did a really good job with the technology they had on hand uh, to make it look like the future and make it look very futuristic. Um, the third one that I like best is Dark Fate. So Dark Fate, the one that just came out, was actually... Um, one of those things that I feel like was a little bit, it, it was definitely a Terminator that's updated for the modern times. And I really, really like that. The story actually starts in Mexico city. Uh, and the heroine is a woman named Danny and she is actually an immigrant into America. So they end up uh, sneaking on over the border. I don't think this is a spoiler, just one part of the story. So not really a spoiler alert, but they end up sneaking into the, into America and going to a detention center. So a lot of things that are really timely to what we're dealing with now around the wall building and um, Arnold is in it as a T 800. And I like, I like about dark fate and also Genesis is they're not trying to show Arnold as some kind of super stealth robot. They're showing him as his age. Like they don't try to hide it. Um, so I appreciate that. And then Mackenzie Davis is actually a human hybrid. Yeah. So she is a human hybrid transformer. <laughs> I guess that's the best way to say it. So her name is Grace. She's a soldier with um cybernetic enhancement. So uh she yeah, that's what she is. And then the terminator they send back to uh hurt Danny is a Rev9. So um the Rev9 is just on a whole different level. <laughs> it it's a lot like the T1000, but I think even more powerful. And it incorporates the fact that, you know, we're living in a digital age. So it's way easier for a Terminator to track Danny down uh, to find them. Uh, Sarah Connor's living off the grid, but the off the grid in 2019 is way different from the 1990s off the grid of um, T2. It's, you know, we didn't have all the camera technology. We didn't have all the cell, cell phones. You know, the Internet wasn't wasn't where it is now back then so a lot of the movie kind of deals with that of the ability to just find people way faster like the the rev 9 terminator ends up tracking her down through computers i mean it's just really easy to find people based on stoplight cameras or tracking signals so uses a lot of that to find her and one thing i notice about terminators is how are they so undestructible indestructible 
is it indestructible? Indestructible. I would say indestructible. How are they so indestructible when it comes to defeating them? Like it takes super superpowers to get rid of them. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's my top three. T two, the first Terminator, the third Terminator. My fourth favorite is Salvation, and the reason why is because it's just. I feel like it's like sleek but cool. I mean, Christian Bale is John Connor and then um, you know, the other guy, Sam Worthington is from what is it? Avatar. So he's from Avatar and I think, you know, he's playing this character. I think he did a really good job playing the character that he played. Uh Helena Bonham Carter's in the movie Commons in it, Bryce Dallas Howard. So I think they had this really cool hip young cast and it was a little bit darker and it was set in the future that was filmed in 2009 it was set in 2018 and no terminator goes back in time so this is the i think the only one where there's not anyone going back into time it's kind of more set in the present tense even though it's in the future of their year if you get what i'm saying so they filmed it in 2009 it's set in 2018 but no one's coming from years ahead of 2018 to save anyone and in 2018 kyle reese is a teenager so he and john connor meet in salvation and also i think the the storyline with sam worthington in that movie is really cool where he is actually a human who is on death row and volunteers to become a terminator hybrid um his name is marcus Wright, so he signs over his body for for medical research after he's executed and they turn him into a form of a transformer um and he ends up not knowing that this happened or not remembering this happened and they program him to lead them to or lead john connor to skynet so essentially that's what he does is he finds one of john connor's soldiers and they end up taking the trip back to um the resistance base leading john to skynet headquarters and when he gets there they have like all the machines turned against them and the terminator come after him and yeah so that's ultimately the quest and while they get back to Skynet they find um Kyle Reese and they're able to save his life um and in the end John's heart is too weak to survive so Marcus gives him his heart and Marcus dies so I like I said I really like the cast of this one and how it was just slightly different but it was still in the vein of Terminator um no no time travel but um set in the the future and not traveling back in time yeah I think I said that no time travel (laughs) so uh that's my best to worst uh t2 t1 which is the first terminator dark fate salvation the next one I'm gonna say is genesis so I like genesis just because all of the special effects were really modern and it recreated the first scenes of the original terminator but made them more up to date so the original scene and t1 where kyle reese and arnold schwarzenegger as the t800 travel back in time to the 1980s they redid that scene in genesis and i had not seen t1 in a long time so i was like whoa this is a nice little update 
after I went back and saw the first one, I remembered, I was like, wait, this is the exact same scene from Terminator Genesis. And they had all the details down to a T of um, Kyle Reese being in a clothing store, uh, putting on some Nike sneakers and all those little steps. And um, I appreciated the modern update on that scene and seeing it, you know, be a better quality film um that's one thing I will say about the original Terminator I mean it was the 80s so it's not like it looks like very very sleek very up to date it was a while back you know filming wasn't where it is now back then um but it it was cool to see that scene update updated but what I didn't like about Genesis is uh I guess this is a spoiler if you haven't seen it but John Connor is actually the antagonist which to me didn't really go over very well and wasn't wasn't quite the storyline I was looking for because John Connor's always the good guy so I didn't like that part of it it was kind of weird I don't know what model Terminator he was he was some kind of human hybrid thing but it just didn't work for me I didn't really like it I did like the side story between Sarah and Kyle Reese how that got a little bit more time to develop how you know we kind of get to see them you know at least with Sarah be like I don't know if this is my destiny y'all are telling me it's my destiny but I don't know Um, maybe why don't I get to have a choice in the direction my life is gonna go so I like that um, dynamic of things but overall just it you know it's two three four that's fifth place on my list for a reason (laughs) um so uh the last one the worst one I think of all would be Terminator 3 just because I liked all the other ones better I wouldn't say Terminator 3 was bad it just I don't know it just wasn't my favorite um so and this one is the one where um Kate who marries John in the future, Kate Brewster, actually sends a Terminator back in time to to protect them. And the Terminator talks a little bit about their future children and how they're going to do great things and how um, the resistance is trying to kill them before they even get the chance to have them. So imagine being so much of a threat to to a company that they send people back decades to get rid of you sometimes before you're even born (laughs) I'm just thinking about that my mind's kind of blown it's like they're that much of a threat to you that you just gotta take out the mom so the mom doesn't even have the kid yeah (laughs) so um yeah Terminator 3 is definitely at the bottom of my list so just to to recap T2 is my favorite uh Terminator 1 second place dark fate third salvation just because it was so different and unique uh genesis fourth and then terminator three is the my least favorite of all so in terms of the movie dark fate the five best parts to me were the girl power i mean there were three women who were just you know bad badass if i can say that they were just straight up fighters one became a fighter at the end of the movie at first she was more of the the person needing protecting kind of the victim um but essentially they're trying to protect Danny from the Terminator getting her and they is uh Sarah Connor and Grace who is the hybrid 
human uh, soldier warrior Terminator-ish. I don't know. Do you call her a Terminator if she's a good guy? I don't know. But I'd call her a human hybrid something. (laughs) So uh, anyway, Grace and Sarah are are trying to protect Danny. And later in the movie, uh, the T-800, which is Arnold Schwarzenegger, they don't really give him a name. So Arnold, T-800, Sarah Connor, and Grace are trying to protect Danny from this new Rev-9. So all the girl power that that's in that, I think Arnold comes in way later than the two, you know, they're kind of fighting for her from the beginning. So girl power is one of my favorite parts, the modern update. So like I said, the machines have more access to what we're doing just because of the day and age that we're in. So the red light cameras, the cell phones, the drones, the satellites, they can always find us and they're using all those things. I mean, think about it. Now, if you go missing, they check all your credit card records. You know, it's it's not too difficult to, well, I mean, it, 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 you know, it's hard for people to find you, but to some extent, if you're not thinking about it, someone can track you down. I like that they had a minority heroine because she, you know, she was a Mexican woman. I haven't really seen that in any other of the Terminator movies. So it was a refreshing change and I really appreciate it. I like that this movie picked up after Terminator 2 and, you know, Judgment Day was my favorite one. So I really like that it was a continuation of that story. And Linda Hamilton, she's Linda Hamilton. She's in her 60s. And she was fighting just like the young women in the movie. So I really appreciate them. You know, Hollywood doesn't often give women in their 60s, 50s, older women an opportunity to have these lead action roles. And 50 and 60 is not even that, it's not even old at all. And I wasn't going to say, I wasn't going to say that old, but it's just not even old, period. So having, being able to see that on screen, I know she dyed her hair gray. Her hair is not gray gray like it was in the film, but getting to see her just be like, I've been fighting for this all my life. I've been off the grid. I have been, you know, doing this, putting in this work and I'm here. (laughs) So I really, I really appreciate her being in that role and being as visible as she was and being put on the front of the posters. I mean, this movie should be about her. This was the first one since T2 where uh, James Cameron and Linda Hamilton and Arnold Schwarzenegger were all reunited, which I think was a great move because it's, it's definitely a way different movie than Genesis um, and Salvation and T3. They just all took a different, different turn, different tone. So I'd say, I don't want to spoil Dark Fate for anybody, but there's a big twist at the end that I wasn't really expecting that I, I really appreciate as well. And I'll just reference the fact that in Terminate, the first Terminator, it was all about protecting Sarah Connor because she was going to give birth to the future. This movie doesn't quite have that same plot line, which I actually liked. And um, because there's a line in uh, Dark Fate where Linda Hamilton, um, as Sarah Connor says, nobody cares about your body. They just care about the body you're going to birth. And I was like, wow, 
um, that's an interesting statement and a powerful one as well, because she's almost telling Danny, you're not really significant to the future. It's just what you're going to birth. And I felt that a little bit um, because I was like, why is it that a lot of this series has been built around Sarah's future that she didn't even know about and a kid that she didn't even know she was going to have. <laughs> um, whereas the dark fate is not built around that. I think that Terminator has been very impactful to popular culture, you know, thinking about how it launched Arnold Schwarzenegger's career. If you go back and watch the first movie, he has almost no lines. So the character, the T-800 that he plays in that movie is essentially built off of his presence and his accent and his, you know, having like a robotic mannerism. It's not built off of what he's saying. (laughs) It doesn't say much. So it's kind of the first movie that really took off for him. And I grew up in the 90s, so I end up seeing like most of Arnold's movies. But the, the thing about it is I had never seen Terminator. I had seen all of his other things first. And then I think I saw T2 before I saw the first Terminator, just because of my age when the first one came out and the level of, how I guess scary the first one is it's 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 a bit violent it's a bit scary for a kid so I I I think I saw T2 first and then went back and saw the first Terminator but kids my day and age see Arnold as more of a hero so to see him in a role where he was the bad guy and then to also see like oh that movie was his his first big thing that really got him into these roles of being the good guy it got him into Jingle all the way it got him into Twins and um all the other movies that he did Kindergarten Cop what's the movie where he has the baby yeah that one's kind of weird but <laughs> got him into that so um he wasn't always the good guy um but notice after he did the first Terminator all the other Terminators he's been the good guy the good Terminator The second thing is, like I said, the storyline's kind of out there, but it's been able to work and sustain over six movies. All of them gross a lot of money. Um, But, you know, these days I feel like movies have these like unrealistic expectations. I was reading somewhere where Dark Fate didn't meet expectations, but the expectations were like astronomical. So it's really difficult for movies to meet these really high pay 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 goals earnings goals that's what you call them so it's really hard for movies to meet these earnings goals because they're so high um and there's a lot of expectations I mean this is six movies in so I know they're expecting a lot of money but uh, movies don't really make as much as they used to so yeah but I mean I'm just shocked that the storyline they've been able to find new aspects of it and new directions to take it in over six different films which I think is pretty cool they've also I think had some graphic novels and some I know they have the Sarah Connor Chronicles TV show all right are you guys a fan of Terminator I actually asked my Instagram followers um And 83% of people said that they were a fan of Terminator. So I thought maybe people will appreciate hearing this podcast. There's never been a Terminator cartoon, which I don't know if that would translate to being a cartoon. (laughs) Though I do feel like they take all kinds of stuff and make it into a cartoon. So you just never know. Um, 
I just think it's pretty cool. Like I said, they've had six movies and they've been able to to try to come up with a fresh story, put a spin on it and keep keep it running through generations. I was reading something that said because of the box office of this particular movie, they don't know if there'll be future Terminators. And I kind of think that they'd really have to come up with a great storyline to spin it into something that, you know, we'd keep coming back for. I think that the sequels and uh, reboots and all those things, they're, 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 you know, they give us nostalgia and they make us feel good. But at the same time, are we moving into a, a time where people are going to want original stories? Um, that could be where we're going. And I think there's a way to to do both with this franchise is to give something original, but that's still in the vein of the, the Terminator stories and continuing the series. Um, just putting a, a fresher take on it, a fresher spin, like some of the other films in the franchise have been. I think they could definitely do something like that for future movies, but I'm not sure if, I don't know. I think from a standpoint of the, the cast, I don't know if Linda Hamilton or Arnold Schwarzenegger should be in future films, though they could be in future films. I mean, Linda Hamilton, uh, I th- like I said, I think she was a great addition to this movie, and I think that the franchise she should get more credit for for her role in this franchise where she hasn't gotten it so much I think she wasn't in Terminator 3 because of salary um the salary the pay disparity between she and Arnold maybe but maybe I'm just making that up but I could see how that would be an issue just because she's just as quintessential to it even if she isn't the Terminator and they really should pay up to make sure that she's there and she has a seat at the table and she's visible just my thoughts on it but uh anyway I uh hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast and I would love it if you follow me I'm the great energy on Twitter and Facebook so check me out there and if you like this podcast give me a rating hopefully five stars I'm asking for five stars <laughs> in the iTunes store or on Google Play or Podbean that's my host so yeah I can't wait to be back to talk with you guys again. And I hope that you have enjoyed Dark Fate if you've seen it. And if you love the Terminator movies that you enjoyed this podcast. And if you don't love them, maybe you'll go watch them. A couple of them are on streaming services right now. That's usually how I catch them if I don't catch them in the movies. Uh, Or you can rent them. I'd say start with the best, which is T2, and work your way through. (laughs) Uh, But this is me signing off. And I hope that you enjoyed this episode of The Untrue Show. And I will be back soon. Bye.